Welcome to The Business Wave, the Enterprise Europe Network podcast, where you'll learn the best tips and strategies to supercharge your small business. I'm your host, Roxandra Bosilka, and every month we'll talk business with top experts. Today we're talking about innovation for small businesses. Innovation makes companies competitive, helps them adapt to change, and enables them to seize new opportunities. But how can you build innovation into your business routine? Stay tuned to find out. We are joined today by Reem Strooks, innovation consultant and international matchmaker at the Center for Innovation and Technology in North Rhine-Westphalia, Zenit, in Germany. Reem is also the chair of the group of experts in micro and nanotechnologies and a technology transfer consultant at Enterprise Europe Network. Hi, Rim, and welcome to the first episode of the show. Tell us a bit about yourself and your work. What does an innovation consultant do? Hi, Roxana. Thank you for having me. What, what we do is uh, not only within the Enterprise Europe Network, but also within our host organization, as you said, the Center of Innovation and Technology. We support small and medium enterprises, specifically in the industrial field, to realize their innovation goals or the innovation needs or the innovation wishes because as you know a standstill is going backwards so you always have to look at the future and you always have to look at possibilities or opportunities that pop up in daily life and how you can make the best of them and sometimes entrepreneurs uh, not only the the smaller ones but also multinationals they need guidance, how to make the most of the opportunities that are out there in the market or in the, the surroundings of a company. And that's what we do. Um, well, as we all know, innovation has become a buzzword in business. Organizations are often very enthusiastic about innovation, but teams do not always understand why they need it or even what it means in practical terms. So my question to you is, what is innovation in your own words? It's, it, you're completely right. It's like, a, it's like a buzzword, and especially to me as being a, a little bit more experienced and older guy. I'm already around in innovation consultancy for 20 years. And you actually see histoire se répète. So it's, it's over and over and over again, and sometimes you have to reinvent or rename a specific trend or specific technology or specific approach. Uh, as a matter of fact, we at Zenit, as you mentioned, Zenit is an abbreviation in German for Center for Innovation and Technology. We are even thinking of renaming our company after almost 40 years now to Center of Innovation and Transformation because that's what you hear nowadays a lot. Companies talking not about innovation, but transformation. I think that's also due to the crisis that we have been facing since 2008 already, the financial crisis. Well, no, it, it even started earlier with the, with the internet bubble in the early, early 2000s. Then the financial crisis, the economic crisis, then of course we had COVID, and now we have this huge global crisis with shortage of raw materials and prices going upwards and problems with energy energy supply. So we came to understand that 
in order to be successful as a company, you have to be very resilient. It's also a kind of a buzzword. Everybody talks about resilience nowadays. And actually, it's nothing, it's nothing new. So you mentioned that innovation is vital for all companies that want to survive in this competitive market and also be able to respond to crises effectively. But what makes innovation so important for small businesses in particular? Uh, well, it's, it's not only important for small businesses, but maybe it, it's even more important for small and medium enterprises. Because as said, in corporate organizations or multinationals, they can allow themselves the luxury of having an innovation department or a research and development department or a business development department. And that is, of course, something that is quite difficult for small and medium enterprises because they have limited resources and they try to combine all these kind of uh, departments and expertises that are scattered around a, a multinational and a corporate business into one small organization. Mm. And given these constraints on their resources, what do you think would be the best way to start prioritizing innovation within a small business? How can they get started with this and also develop an innovation strategy that actually works and delivers results? Well, what you, what you often see is that entrepreneurs reach out to each other. So they, they talk to each other over their daily, their daily business, the daily hassle, uh, how they are going to cope with, with all kinds of challenges and difficulties and problems and things uh, ahead on the road. So that is a first step. And I think that's what we all do in daily life. We talk to family, we talk to friends. If sometimes things are unclear for us or if, if you need some parental or friendly advice from, uh, from people who are, who are next to you. And that, that is also for, for entrepreneurs. They talk to each other. And then, of course, it's, always, it's also good to reach out to intermediate organizations or local organizations in your own ecosystem. That's where, where our organization or the Enterprise Europe Network comes in. Innovation is clearly a team effort from what you're telling us. So how can small businesses involve staff in the conversation and make sure everyone's on board? So I'd like to ask you, what are some other strategies that leaders can use to cultivate this innovation mindset within their companies? It's very good if you have these kind of weekly or biweekly meetings where you also ask and invite your colleagues or employees, I always like to tend to, to refer to them as colleagues, where you invite them to give their own input or ideas. But in a way, it's, it's, it's kind of similar to have this kind of a cardboard box, the ID box that you put on a wall, and then you expect people to, to put IDs in it. Um, I think a very important uh, part is, do you really invite your colleagues to mingle and to play around and to get input from their environment. For example, if a, a, a colleague comes up to you and says, I want to visit this fair or I want to visit this conference because I want to expand my horizon, I want to meet other people, I want to talk to people, I want to get out there and just have new ideas just for one day or half a day or two days this is so really important, and, and I often see that entrepreneurs say, oh, no, 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 we don't have the time, and who's going to take over your business, and what? you have all these kind of idea killers 
why you don't want to send your colleagues or your employees to these kind of, but it's vital to do that. And the people will also be, they will appreciate the company that they have the opportunity or that they are giving the opportunity to expand their horizons. And it's so vital for companies, for people in a company to every now and then get outside the company and play around. Because a lot of entrepreneurs often see like, well, no, it's not his or her job. Of course, it's his or her job. They are committed to the company and they, they, by that, they are contributing to the, the growth of a company. Maybe not within a day, maybe not within a week, but it will pay off on the long term. So to have these kind of gatekeepers, that are the people that have an outside look, that look into the, not into the future, but also into adjoining industries, to learn from them, and then to bring back all these kind of ideas into the company, and then even these kind of agendas that they have these weekly meetings where they they brainstorm over how can we improve our services, how can we improve our products or maybe our processes, or what can we do even better to satisfy our customers will be much more fruitful than they are already at the moment. This is just an example. And I think depending on the sector that you're active in, you can come up with other examples. But at the end, of course, it's all about the impact of all these kind of activities on a company. And as we are living in a monetized uh, world, all these kind of uh, results that are always associated with financial growth of a company. I was once an entrepreneur in a completely different sector than where I'm active. It was uh, in food agro. And he says, sometimes you have to step outside your patterns. And he gave this really funny example. He says, tonight when you go to sleep, try to lie on the other side of the bed and see what happens. And he said, first of all, it sounds quite strange because why would I change side in a bed? But it gives you the feeling that you do something, well, it's not radically new, of course, but you can see things from another perspective. But a lot of people, they just don't do it because we feel comfortable with the way we do things. And that is just killing for innovation or change or transformation or whatever you want to call it. Absolutely. Getting out of our comfort zones and just rethinking our daily habits and practices can make such a huge difference. And it's always the little things that matter, as you mentioned, uh, just switching the, that side of the bed or taking exactly. a different way to work. If you were to share just one main takeaway in one sentence with entrepreneurs, what would that be? Oh, la la. I think that would be my motto. Opportunity dances already with those on the dance floor. If you are not open to change, nothing will happen. And everybody knows this, this, this awkward feeling that you set your first steps on the dance floor, maybe as the first, but probably as <laughs> already 200 people are dancing, and then you feel comfortable enough to join in. <laughs> you have to start somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing these great insights and for joining us today, Rim. It was my pleasure. To recap, today we learned why innovation is essential for small businesses, how to foster innovative culture, and how to overcome some of the main challenges associated with innovation. 
Make sure to subscribe to the Enterprise Europe Network YouTube channel or to the Business Wave podcast in your favorite app to get new episodes in your feed every month. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Roxandra Bosilka, and I'll see you next time. Music